by doing like this. Ain't nobody doing like this. You cannot fuck with the kid. Now you cannot fuck with the kid. Oh. Ain't nobody doing like this. Ain't nobody doing like this. Now you cannot fuck with the kid. You cannot fuck with the kid. Alright, Justin Adams, what's going on, man? Man, so you're recording. I see you doing a lot more rap stuff. I like the rap stuff. I ain't gonna lie to you. But um, what what really influenced you to do rap in opposed to country? Uh, well, I don't know, man. I like I like rap music. I always like rap music. I always just like music, and it. There was a few people back whenever I was, you know, uh, I guess you could say more relevant that would kind of like laugh and snarl when I would try to rap and just be joking around. I think everybody that, does that. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're not known to be doing that, it's foreign to people, so they don't know what to expect or how to take it, and they think that laughing just in first instinct. <laughs> Very and, it just drives somebody like me, though. Like It just makes me want to do it more and be better at it than they would expect me to be. So, I don't know, man. And I, and I just grew up loving music. I genuinely just love the, the creative side of things. I love that there should be no limits. Like I, I always felt like there was people trying to, in a sense, cap me, and I just didn't like that. And the more I got out on my own, away from everybody and done my own thing, I just revolved my whole experience with music now about being free and open and creative and just you know doing whatever you feel and i feel a lot of different things whether it be country rap uh, blues shit it doesn't matter yeah i've noticed i've noticed with a lot of like really good artists that they usually like start in one genre and then they'll go and mix into different genres and then still come back to that same genre and that's where you elevate your craft i think that's where you get better at I mean, you, you, when you start to count your bars in a rap song and opposed to writing lyrics of a country song, it, it makes them two completely exactly. separate things. Exactly. I've always told people that you Oh, it elevates them. you so much. I mean, um, yeah. you, you see a lot of these other artists that listen to opera and they're going to real 1940s music and, and they branch out because that's how you elevate yourself is education. Yep. You get that knowledge. That's what elevates your craft in every aspect. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think about the whole, you know, as people want to say, switching lanes type thing. Like it's good to to hop back and forth and experiment and to and to adventure because you could sing the same genre and do the same genre for years and years and years and be and be, and be great at it. But if you never venture out, you'll never know what else you could do inside that genre. You and not that you're going to change it. But you could always improve whatever you do. You could find different melodies, different cadences in different genres. I mean, and then you can mix them all together. And, and oh, 100%, like 100%. Yeah, that's what I've learned. It's just all about how you interpret things and how you turn around and use them and put them back out there in your own way. So when you started really writing music, did you did what was your first? Did you play guitar first? Did you start singing first? Did you start... Where did you Man, start? My first thing ever in music was a guitar. I was six years old. I didn't even, I, I think now I, I, I would say, like, you know, th thinking about it now, I would say, yeah, I'm probably, I guess I was, in a sense, born in, for it or into it. or I, I feel that way. I feel, I feel strongly about it. But, you know, if you asked me 15 years ago, I'd be like, man, fuck this. But I really just, you know, I got a guitar from my uncle when I was six. 
and my uncle was from Arkansas. He moved down there with us, you know, to get clean, get a job with my dad, go to work. And he uh, he drove a Camaro pulling a camper behind it everywhere he went. So he parked his camper in our backyard, and he worked my dad for a while. And one day they brought a guitar home that he had found in the trunk of a car in a junkyard. And my uncle played guitar. I didn't even know he played or what the fuck guitar even was. And, you know, at six, I was just a kid chilling, doing, running around like a road grader, you know. <laughs> And nah, he uh, took me out the kitchen table and put it in my hand and put my fingers, you know, made a, made a detour, you know, put my fingers where they went and showed me some shit. And I was playing Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner, like sitting there the first night ever touching the guitar, I was picking through it. And he's sitting there with him, and, and I, I, I don't know. And uh, it just, it was cool to me, but I didn't think it would, I mean, 20 something years later, I would still be involved in music, let alone, uh, you know, daily whether I want to or not, you know, in it, in a sense. Like, I, I'm, I'm mentally married to it. Like, now it's just like a disease in a sense. I can't turn it off. I, I, I'm always thinking about lyrics or, 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 or rhythms or, any, or you know, anything. Like, there's music all I think about. But, you know, my uncle died a few months later. He was, he had relapsed when he moved back to Arkansas. And it's actually pretty crazy how it happened. He kind of, he blew up in, a, in, a, in his camper cooking cooking uh cooking some drugs and uh, uh <laughs> yeah uh he lived for a couple of days on icu you know his hands were melted to his side it was rough man it was, and it's it was, down mississippi yeah this was that well, i was in arkansas when that, when that oh happened. this was in arkansas where it happened yeah when that happened he had moved back and relapsed he had moved back to arkansas and he had, yeah. he had relapsed found a little girl that got him wild again and all some stuff and it was just you know partying up i guess you know cooking up and uh yeah went wrong i don't know i was a kid so i don't know all all the details as far as like the, it was gruesome man it was pretty rough i remember going to you know to the funeral and a lot of things like that but you know I, in a sense i feel like he lives in me through music now today and the more that i've become more self-aware of myself my existence my purpose and you know how i came about in music it started with him you know it started with him he 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 definitely was my first stepping stone into the music world and how deep it really can be when you become music, and if that makes sense. Oh, 100%. And, and this is your this is your uh, dad's father or your uh, dad's brother? Or your... No, I called him uncle. He's more, he's really my cousin. It's my dad's nephew. Okay. He was older than me. He was 33 when he died, and I was uh, seven, seven, yeah. So, man, he was always older, so I call him uncle, but, you know, he was my cousin in reality. My stepdad's nephew. So I see, I see as your music has evolved, like, over the past few years, you know, you... Oh, yeah. You did, you did your, uh, you did a couple songs with Upchurch, those are some real good songs, and then, and those about, what, four years ago? And then, um, you started, you got this Addicted to the Pain, that was a completely different song, completely different, like... You could tell where your mindset was changing, your mindset was evolving. Like, and that, I seen that the um, that Mississippi, that was probably I think one of the most heartfelt albums that you got. Man, I appreciate that. That, that entire album, um, Mama Don't Lie, that uh-huh. uh, that's probably probably my favorite song on there. I sent that to my mom. And uh, she really liked it. Now my mom's my mom's uh, Puerto Rican. And she's she's awesome, 
and she is yeah. very opinionated. And um, I sent her the, that uh, song with you in Upchurch, and she was like, "It's a really good song until the guy comes on and starts rapping and messes it up." And like you know, but you gotta think my mom like listens to jazz and she likes country. Yeah. She don't listen to rap. You know, we grew up in California, but she, I love rap. She's not so much. Right. <laughs> She's really old school, so. Um, I see that it, it really changed and outlaw with FJ outlaw. Right. It's completely different. Yeah. It's yeah. completely different. And man, FJ is a hellacious artist, bro. When it comes to writing that dude, it's, I like, I like to be in the studio with him. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's dope. That stuff you did with, uh, outlaw with FJ outlaw. Right. It's completely different. Yeah. It's completely yeah. different. And man, FJ is a hellacious artist, bro. When it comes to writing that dude, it's I like I like to be in the studio with him. It's 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 really it's, it's dope. It's always fun and his writing his writing ability is, is retarded, man. That's all I understand. Oh dude, I, I fuck with him. I fuck with him. I like his punchlines. I like all his shit. Yeah, man, he's dope. Yeah, that trailer shit he just came out with, that was hard. I like that. Yeah, dude, that yeah. shit was hard, man. He is, he's like, he just, he's, he's in his zone right now. He's in his zone right now. He's, he's killing it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm messing with it. I'm definitely messing with it. Especially he's got yeah. uh, Savannah Dexter down there and Bravo Gators Couple rocking yeah, with them. killing it, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. They're, they're all, they're, their team is really just, they're, they're pushing right now. It's when crazy. are you going to do some music with them? Man, I don't know. I don't know. You know, who knows? There's some things you know the florida scene the florida scene's jumping man i'm telling you it is and i I got like i said i'm me and fj we're we're, we're good friends man he's he's more or less i would say in a sense the big brother type and and, you know you know when it comes to me and you know he's definitely a a wise dude definitely come a long ass way and worked hard to get there bro and i'm i'm definitely proud to call that dude a friend and uh yeah so i mean there's definitely i mean you know who knows i know we're gonna be uh we're chopping it up, so I would say. We're chopping it up. Definitely. So, look, if there's anybody in the industry that you'd want to work with, who would it be? Man, definitely. Definitely FJ, for sure. You know, I, I, I've i always fucked with the dude Leroy Biggs. I've always fucked with him. Yeah, I definitely I, fuck I, I with him. Like He's got a hard-ass flow. Right, dude. He's, he, doesn't care to, uh, he doesn't care to talk, man. He doesn't, he doesn't, you know, you see him on his Instagram, you can tell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I fuck dude. with dude. And, you know, and he's not... Uh, He's not what everybody looks at as, oh, this is an artist. You're supposed to look like this. You're supposed to be that. It's like, nah, you know. Just, uh, yeah, he's Leroy, bro. He just, he, yeah, he's fucking is. Leroy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can expect whatever the fuck is unexpected. Yeah, you know? I like Johnny Castro's new artist, too, Austin Foreman. I really like that dude. And he, what, he, what he's, you know, the angle he's taking, you know, coming out of the gate like that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I haven't really so listened. I haven't really listened to any of his stuff too much. I heard well, about I him. Just, I haven't listened to a whole lot of his stuff as far as like, but, but I've, I've heard a couple of his songs whenever, uh, you know, they started working together and, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's definitely country music for sure. Well, what kind of mainstream artists would you want to work with? Ah, man, none of them mainstream artists. I'm good on that. Okay, cool. 
I was going to say, look, I'm going to have to hang up if you say something like Post Malone or something. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, I'm over that, bro. I think the older I got, the more I understood. It's like, look, man, it's not really all that matters in life is getting to do something. Like, don't get me wrong, man. If, if, if that's your goal is to go mainstream and work with the mainstream people and be a part of that, then do it, man. There's nothing wrong with that. That's your, that's your goal. But me, I, for my own self, my past that I've – I've come to understand, no, it's not for me. I have, I have no interest. So independent all the way. Yeah, I mean, I love I love being able to be independent and still have love and respect and and have and have friends in this in in this side of things. Like you can't you can't really have friends once you're mainstream. You really and you really can't have friends when you're independent. It's just you blessed if you do, you know. Yeah, and I see, you know, like like strange that's independent but at the same time the way that they've grown so much that's right you're like is are you guys still independent because you guys are like a conglomerate now yeah yeah when you're independent you want to get to a point where people have to wonder if you're still independent yeah and you know and a lot of people are getting to that level so but then at the same time it's like um i'm not going to mention any names but i got friends that are friends with other artists and they can't even do songs with them because they're on contract. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that happens a lot too, man. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that the part of music? I mean... I'm like, dude, I like your tune. You know what I'm saying? We can vibe together. We can put together a great song. That's the part of real music, like the way music should be, you know, open free, you know, but it's not like that when it, when it, becomes, a, when it becomes part of that business. Yeah. When you, when, you, when you make it a business, it takes... Like, like, like for me, that's, that's in a sense why... It, I disappeared for so long if people want to put it like that. You know, it's been put like that a few times and that's why, you know, like I don't fuck with the politics and this shit and I don't think people understood what I meant by that when I said that, you know, so many times in the past and I still say that, you know, it's not, when I, when somebody like me says fuck the industry, it's not saying fuck everybody in it or fuck, you know, it's not my bitter thing. It's more or less like, you know, I'm doing me, man. Fuck all of that. Y'all can keep it. it, I, it I don't want to be a part of that bullshit. I I enjoy my freedom. I enjoy my peace, my my quiet. You know, if if, if my shit picks up and goes, goes crazy, that's awesome. But I'm not over here fucking revolving my life around somebody fucking liking me, God damn it. Like, I, it's not about that to me. I love my music and I want to always love my music. And that was took me for a long time without even realizing what that really meant. And when I understood that, it's just I couldn't let it happen no more. I won't. Oh, 100%. I fuck with that. No, that's the truth right there. I mean, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want no dude tell me who I got to do music with, how I got to do my music. Um, and you see a lot of these are just sell out. Fucking Man. like... Luke Holmes doesn't sing his own music no more. You know, that's just all pre-written, pre-fabricated. That takes away all the fun. It takes away... The words you said right there are fabricated, man. That's a big word to make. There's a lot of people that just fabricate. That's that's the only way you can put it. They just fabricate. And that's cool, but it's not. Like, I... I love my music, so I, I, I want to, I want it to I want it to feel natural. Whether somebody feels the same way or not, like I want it to feel natural, and and that's why I operate the, the way I do. That's why I'm in the studio. I'm just I don't question nothing like used to. I, you'll see a lot of people in the studio. I don't know if you are in the studio. People are recording a lot, but people when they when they get mad and they start you know, raging in the studio because they can't get this one part right. It's because they're fabricating. When you feel it, you'll, you'll notice how much more effortless it seems to people. It's just, it's effortless when you feel it. When you let music just, you know, come instead of trying to bring something out of you that maybe ain't you or you ain't ready for it yet. And 
damn man, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of shit to this man. And I'm I really deep in my music. Like I like to just I just feel it. It's, it's just that's it. And that goes with anything. I mean, that goes with anything. You're exactly. fabricating it if it doesn't come with ease. What do they say? If you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. If exactly. if, if it's not flowing, if it's not free, it's not something that's naturally for you to be able to do that, and it's probably not your thing. I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm just saying that it's you're not going to be a legend in it. You're, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of great point guards, you know, but there's only a couple John Stocktons. You know, like, yeah. there's, you can't, if you're going to be in the game, you want to be the best at it, you know? Right. And and, that, and that's not to say that you want to be better than everybody. You just want to be better than, than you was yesterday. Like, that's the only mission you should have every day is not every to be day. better than anybody. You should, you should never be comparing. That's the whole point. Like, you should never be comparing because you ain't supposed to be like the next person. You're supposed to be like you. So if you're the best person you can be every damn day, the best you you can be every day, then that can't nobody beat you. If you being the best you you can be, can't nobody beat you because they ain't you anyway. It looks like you're about to come back with a vengeance. <laughs> Man, I'm hungry, bro. I'm hungry, and I just want to spread truth. I just want to spread awareness of, like, self-awareness. Like, people need to just realize you are all you need. You're powerful, way more powerful than you realize if you don't realize it already. Man, one more time for the people in the back. I promise you that. <laughs> and, and listen, that is, that is one of the biggest things that I always try to preach. Like, a lot of people don't have a mentor and people to be that person, to stand up for that person, to say, hey, look, this is a better way to live. This is a better life. This is a better. They only see certain things. And when you have people that are coming out with real music about real heartfelt things and things that are actually lived through, then you have a better quality people that you are influencing because at the end of the day you're an influence you, you people are listening to what you have to say and if you're talking about stupid ass shit you are gonna raise some stupid ass kids that's what i'm saying like you're gonna have well you you would you like it's the law of attraction like you you speak what you speak out what you want to bring in so if you're you know if you say nothing at all well i mean there's crickets you know what i'm saying or, you know, it, I don't know. It's just all about what you project. And, 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 and me, I just want people to be themselves. That's what I want people to get from me. And I may not come out and say those words every day. And that's not, that, that, may, not what, that may not seem what I, that's what I'm projecting. But at the same time, it is when you see how I'm living. Like when you watch how I am, I don't give a shit about being on here every day, you know, looking for views. I'm out here. I just want to. I just want people to be themselves, period, point blank. I want people to realize that being yourself is the only key. Saying fuck it, that is the answer. That's the answer to everything. Say fuck it. It don't mean you got to be careless and not have nothing. It just means say fuck it. The things you stress, weigh out what you, what you need to stress and what, what what you can say fuck it to. Like it, just, just stop it. Just That's stop caring what people think. So I'm saying, man, stop caring what people think. And, you can, and, and when you do that, you will never have a more sense of, you don't ever have a sense of freedom greater than that. So as, 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 that's that's facts. You just you gotta say fuck it. You gotta stop caring. You gotta live for you. I don't care what the fuck nobody says. Man, I promise you. So listen, one thing I wanted to talk about, and I, and when I was talking about with your growth of the music. Now I know you took a little hiatus, but you really wasn't taking a hiatus because you was working on yourself, really. And All when right. you when you dropped this album, and there, there's only. What, seven songs on it? Oh, uh, you talking about Mississippi Maverick? Six songs. Yeah, Mississippi Maverick. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's like seven, yeah, seven, six, seven. I want to know where you was at in your life when you put this down. When you put that ink to that pen, what was going through your mind? 
Man, honestly, honestly, a lot of these songs, uh, almost all but one or two of those songs were wrote years ago. I just never recorded them because I told myself that these were the songs that I would never record until I could either afford or come into getting in that quality that I think they deserve. And I, and I got that with Damn It Boy uh, Productions, like the people, they, they're they badass what they do. That's Jelly Rose uh, people that uh, produce his stuff and work with him and, and, a lot, and a lot of other artists and do uh, several different things, but they're just amazing and they brought those songs to life and made them what i heard for so many years and what i thought i wanted them to be when they did get out i don't care if those songs hit number one on billboard charts i don't care if i get a or you know none of that shit oh no these are amazing songs though that's the thing these just this set of songs if i wanted to show somebody that knows who is the fuck is justin adams i'd be like listen Play these. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. You know. I wouldn't play what you did with Up Church. I wouldn't play the Addicted to the Pain. I would play this set. That's dope, man. You know. That's what I want. That's what I want to have. I wanted that album to be like a a not necessarily like a reset button type shit, but a reset button. You know, in a sense, like I wanted it to be like yo, like you know, this is what I always in a sense wanted to do as a as a as a kid, you know, I see myself doing that right there, like that type of music. You know, I wrote some of them songs when I was a teenager and, you know, I've lived life, bro. That's all you know, you asked me where I was at when I when the you know, when the when the pen into paper, but bro, like, I I've just lived life and there is just so much to talk about <clears throat> that uh there's not enough time in, in the day. <clears throat> not at all. There's there's I just and when I say my life's a movie, like I tell, we were texting earlier, like I tell I tell everybody when we come into talking about life and shit, like my life is a movie, and that's the only way I know to put it. And it's crazy. Like it, I, I still have things that don't hit me yet, and I have to think about them, and I'll see videos that I didn't even take or people. It's just it's just weird, bro. Life's weird and life's crazy and shits, shits. Just, hey, can uh, you elaborate on that? I kind of want to know. You you don't pique my interest on that. I kind of want. What do you mean? I don't know, man. I just lived differently. I've just always been different and didn't realize just how different I was until I was around so many different people and traveled a lot and shit. And I didn't realize that not a lot of, not I mean, a lot of people do. A lot of people do and have lived like I have lived. And then a lot of people really haven't, though. You know, it's not as many as you think it would be. Like, you're not as normal as you think you might be. And then you have to find out you're normal. And that's what I was getting at. When everybody needs to be their self and search themselves. It's like you have a normal. Like, you are you have to find that ba- you have to find the, the balance in your normal in you. You know that's why you are the only thing that matters. I'm just what I'm saying. Like no one else's balance matters. It's yours. But anyway, you know I'm rambling. But I don't know, man. Like <clears throat> I've been on my own since I was 17, man. Like I I, I dropped out of school in ninth grade. I uh, I got caught dipping in class. You know, my buddies were all you know passing out of skull cams, getting dips out, and I was the only one that got caught. And uh, I got a paddle in the principal's office, and needless to say, I had failed like four times already. I was a slacker, a little, little shithead in school, man. I was a little class clown, <laughs> uh, you know, type of thing, and, uh, you know, never did homework. Uh, my parents cared, but that was, I, was, I was just, I guess I was so wild, they really couldn't care. Like, they just, I did my own thing. I never did, I just, I never did homework, never brought a book home. I was always just goofing off. I was skateboarding, you know, for years, you know, before I was even like out of, you know, 
fucking middle school. I just, I, I did so many different things just being uh, sheltered, really, you know, as a kid. Also, way before even dropping out of school, I was sheltered, man. Like, I lived a different kind of life. Like, I never even not once went to a friend's house from school and spent the night, never went to uh, not nobody's house and spent the night except for one cousin. I mean, that's only because we were born on the same day, so we were like brothers. And, uh, and that was the thing uh, to do, though, growing up, bombing right, out and being though. gone. I was Dude, never in the, the house growing my, up. My cousin's mom was like, man, fuck this. And she was sneaking out of my bedroom window, and then my mom bitched her out. So that shit stopped, too. So it was like, man, fuck up. Oh, like man. Alcatraz all the time. And my mom, and I know they didn't mean nothing by it, but damn, it really was like super sheltering in a sense. Like thinking about it now as an adult, knowing the difference of, of certain situations. Like, man, I, I was I was literally like in my room every day from the time I got a guitar to the time I left home. If I wasn't at school, I was in my room with a guitar, keyboard, drum pad. I did all kind of shit, man. That's why I just, I, that's why I've always dabbled with everything because I just, I had so much time on my hands as a kid that just become my personality naturally. It's just, I wanted to do everything, anything, everything that interests me, I interests me, I wanted to do it, do it well. And then I get bored with shit, move on and do some more shit. Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. I've already, and then that just become, as an adult, it, it, it caused other traits that explain why, like, I just, understand, can't sit still. I'm always on the move, I'm always going somewhere. And that's back to what I was saying. You know, I said I've been my own. Been my own since I was seventeen. You know, I, I left home when I was seventeen. Um, uh, started playing bars at a young age for tips. Started playing on the sidewalk for tips. I was sleeping on the sidewalk sometimes. Just uh, yeah, fuck man. The uh, real struggling artist. Man. The definition crazy. of. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like people. If people are like, well, how do you say you're struggling if you did it to yourself? It's like, man, it's like. That's because I was, I, in a sense, you can't, it's not like I was being stupid and careless. It's like I was willing to go. I really look at it like this, man. I have to, I have to come to terms with myself to actually put it into words like this without feeling like I'm being arrogant because I don't want to ever sound like that. But it's like I respect myself and where I've come from because it is very real, man. Like, it's not some fucking made-up shit to make people want to listen to me, listen to me, man. Fuck that shit. This is really the life that I really fucking live, and that's why I always look for opportunities to elaborate on certain things. So like, you know, and like we were texting earlier, like it's all about, you know, that you might trigger something that I even forgot about. It might be great. It might be something that needs to be talked about that I need to hear. It's just a lot of shit that's happened in my life over just, I'm, I'm, I'll be 29 in May 30th, you know, I'm, I'm 28 right now, but I've lived a long life, dude, that's all I can say, and, you know. Uh, it's just the beginning, man, you're still young. Right, and, and that's the, the crazy beginning. thing, like, it really is, I'm just, I'm still young, so. Oh, you got a whole life to live. Yeah, man, it's wild. Like I'm just thinking, damn, what about 20 years from now? So what's next? What's the game plan? I know you got, I know you got some tricks up your sleeve. What's your goals? I mean, what's your, what's your next move here? My definite goals, man. I don't want to say like too much, and it sound like, you know, like, I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't want to get. Not that I want to get in trouble, no shit like that. I mean, I'm not gonna get no fucking trouble, but it's like I'm trying to be respectful of the situation, and you know, it's still kind of not set in stone. But I'm hoping it goes this way. You know, I've got big love for FJL, and when we work together, man, like I said, it's just one of them certain kind of unspoken things where you know you just know you vibe together. Like right? as musicians, you know, we just become like brothers in music. And it's a high respect between both of us that makes me have that much more respect for him. Because like, or you know, most people, most people, especially people that are doing good things and buzzing and, and got a great name for themselves, most people that are doing shit don't, you know, come back down and fuck with somebody who has necessarily, you know, in a sense, fell off. Like, you know, if you, you and if you want to put it like that, I don't care because I, I, I tell it like it is. You know, I am one of those people that 
you know, uh, I guess you could say, you know, fell off. You know, at one point, you know, I was living a life that I never thought I would. And, you know, I went back to exactly how I was living, which, you know, there was bitter times and there was times of having to learn how to understand. There was times of understanding. And now there's times of like, you know, just knowing, you know, the truth of it all and understanding what life should be all about and, and knowing myself, you know, like I, I keep saying this, I just, it's all about knowing yourself and it just makes things easier, man. I don't know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, you've never, you've never done anything unless you have fell. I mean, you skated. I skated for years and believe me, I fell every day. And it's all oh, about how you get back up. It's all about how you shake back off. And when, of course, man. Like it, it, it's crazy. Some people will take that leap of faith at one time in life, and you know something bad will happen, and it'll it'll like almost in a sense mentally paralyze them for life, and never try again. And that that bugs me. Like I never wanted to be that person because I do know what it's like to fail. You can't do anything in life that uh, you can't do anything in life without failing. And if you are of any, if you are a person of any stature, like you hold any, you know, you, you've done some shit, you didn't do it without failing. That's, that's just Oh, 100%. 100%. See, not everybody wakes up Mike Tyson, you know, and I've always been taught that if you want to have something nobody else has, you have to be tough. You have to go where nobody goes. You have to do what they don't want to do. You have to be the person that is different. It is literally being different, like even out of your comfort zone. Like, I mean, there's, you know, I, I remember being a kid, you know, playing my first couple of shows in front of like 20 people in a bar that was all drunk and probably didn't give a shit what I was doing. I still almost had a heart attack and threw up and all kind of shit because I was just nervous. I wanted to be, in a sense, like in my head, I had to do everything perfect. Every song had to be perfect, but I was doing cover songs. And as I got older, that's what made me want to write songs. I was like, man, fuck this. I'm getting fucking nervous trying to remember somebody else's words when really I feel this shit. So I, just, I just started fucking around and writing music and I just, I just, more and more time went by, and I, I forgot, like, the whole slew of cover songs I used to do weekend after weekend, and now all I think about is writing music. Every day I write something new. I got over 700 notes on my computer, two notebooks full in my backpack everywhere I go. I mean, I just, I, every day I write. Every day my, my producer, he's always making beats, and he, I might walk in and he makes something that triggers me, and I, I stop on them right there and pull out something and start writing, and that's how a lot of songs I've dropped uh, lately have happened, just for the moment, just in vibes. That's exactly what a musician is supposed to do. I mean, of course, man. that's where it's at. That is where it's at. And when you could talk about daily life and you could talk about other people's having actually real struggles, that's what makes a difference. Yeah, man. You ain't talking about what you're really living and what really are you talking about? Like, you're just, that's, that's, fabric. anything else is fabrication. If you're not talking about real life, it's fabrication. You can't tell me you're talking about real shit if it's not talking about your life and shit you've done or been through or seen or felt. You know, you can't, that's not, that's not real music to me and you can never tell me no different. I'm not that guy. You can't tell me that shit. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you need to do get up in this game get back shake back and handle your business because if you're writing songs like this I album mean, you just put out yeah if you got that quality then i don't know what you're doing fly <laughs> out here to tennessee we'll do some stuff <laughs> you know say let's let's roll <laughs> yeah yeah no man but um Dude, it's, it's it's definitely good talking with you. It's definitely good talking with you. No, I know we got a bunch of things we need to discuss, things that will be coming up, everything else. Of course, man. I got nothing but time. It's all about, you know, whatever your schedule is, you know. You got time, I got time. Okay. Hell yeah. 
Well, yeah, I'm going to end this right here, and uh, we're going to definitely catch up some more. Sounds good, man. All right, I appreciate you. Justin Adams, y'all need to check out his shit. Man, much love, bro. All right, homie.